Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can get us a live stream at WILKnewsradio.com or anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. It is uh, just about 310 here in the studio, 60 degrees and partly sunny here in Northeast Pennsylvania. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, if you were listening, and it's still ongoing now in the press secretary room, you have Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, speaking now, really not giving many new updates. But you had Joe Biden flanked by his Secretary of State and the Vice President, Kamala Harris, gave his uh, speech to the nation, to the world, an hour and a half late, didn't take any questions, walked off right afterwards, you know, had some strong words of resolve and put nations on notice that if they wanted to escalate this, that uh, not to try us. But other than that, no new... No new... uh, information on where we stand. He did update some numbers. Um, The American dead are now up to 14. It went from nine yesterday to 14 now. Now this is coming from the president. And he did confirm that there were American hostages. He did not say how many, but they did note there were 20 or more Americans Americans missing. So that is uh, new information there. Talked about restocking the Iron Dome and, uh, you know, listening to Jake Sullivan speak at his press conference, which is still ongoing now. Uh, some of those munitions have already arrived, have been there. They were they were on site, and we have provided them to the Israeli government. Others are, you know, are being sent there. There is talks of sending another carrier group to the area. Uh, I have not seen anything confirming this, but there is talk from Department of Defense um, Officials that have not gone on the record officially to say that there there is possibly sending another battle group to the area. And so we'll see we'll see what happens with that, and we're going to talk about this throughout the day. Uh, I like to blend in some other stuff that's ongoing because although this has kind of taken probably most of my attention, and I'm sure a lot of your attention, there are other things going on, especially here locally. If you look at the the schools, the mostly Ivy League schools or higher education schools in our nation, there have been a bunch that have really put their foot in their mouth as far as um, stating that Israel brought this on themselves and, and trying to assign blame for all of this to Israel. And, you know, I know we bring you ABC News here, but ABC News's coverage of this has been so one-sided and disgraceful, it's hard to even watch it. I've been I've been taking snapshots of their headlines as over the past 24 hours and uh you know I've posted them on my social media. But here here are some of ABC News's Twitter headlines. Israel's military escalation and siege are expected to worsen conditions in Gaza, a 141 square mile stretch of territory that human rights advocate have called an open air prison. That's one of their headlines. Another headline Palestinian authorities said at least 560 people have been killed and another 2,900 have been injured in Gaza due to Israeli retaliatory strikes. 
Another ABC News headline latest. Gaza's main hospital has been damaged and is now out of service after Israeli forces repeatedly targeted the area, according to Gaza's health ministry. Another ABC headline. Just in, multiple airstrikes rock Gaza's as Israel retaliates after a weekend unprecedented attack from Hamas. Some 130 targets have been struck in Gaza in the past three hours. There's other headlines, but... you don't have to read between the lines they're giving you with it there, what their presence is as far as what they want to report and what they don't want to report. And my opinion is disgraceful. And, uh, you know, I will call that as I see it. Locally here, we talked about it yesterday. It was just as the show ended. There was a show of support at the Jewish Community Center in Scranton. Yesterday, starting at 6 o'clock, it does appear that it was very well attended by not only residents and Jewish leaders from our area, but religious leaders from our area, elected officials from our area, and it's it's good to see in our area right here as a crowd gathered in Scranton to support Israel yesterday. And again, flanked by American and Israeli flags on the stage of the Jewish Community Center in Scranton. They described the horrors of Hamas attacks on Israel as local religious leaders and elected officials called for solidarity Monday night. The state of Israel is going through one of its most difficult times. The harrowing pictures and stories being posted online are beyond words, the executive director of the Jewish Federation of Northeast Pennsylvania said. Practically everyone has been affected by this tragic attack. Many families known of someone from the dead, missing or abducted. Nearly 200 people gathered inside the Jewish Community Center to stand with Israel. An interfaith gathering organized by the Jewish Community Center, the local Jewish Federation, Temple Israel of Scranton, and Temple Hasid of Scranton. After a brief opening prayer by Rabbi Daniel Schwartz of Temple Hasid, Vladimir Arzon, the cantor of the Temple Israel sang the United States National Anthem immediately followed by Israel's. The local call for solidarity came less than three days after Hamas militant group launched their surprise attack on Israel. This is a time for all people of goodwill to rally in support of Israel, not just Israel, but for civilization itself. Our thoughts are now our thoughts right now go to the victims, those abducted and those wounded in their families. Our Israeli family needs right now is support. In addition to, uh, and again, this is being reported by the Scranton Times Tribune. Frank Wilfsleffneski, staff writer, said, uh, in addition to local Jewish leaders, other speakers included Scranton Mayor Paige Gebhardt-Cognetti, U.S. Representative Matt Cartwright, most Reverend Joseph C. Bambara, Bishop of the Diocese of Scranton, and Reverend Rebecca Barnes, pastor of St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Scranton, and the president of the Scranton Area Ministrium, David Falk, the chairman of the Jewish Federation's Community Relations Committee, said that the situation in recent days and coming weeks demands the attention and their attendance. And, and, and they're right. This is a time for us to realize what this was. This is their 9-11. And I've seen just recently today, Black Lives Matter, BLM of Chicago, has posted a picture 
of a Palestinian parachuter with the waving the Palestinian flag with the slogan, I stand with Palestine. And this is from BLM Chicago's Twitter feed. And they say, that's all that it is. And they show a, a soldier parachuting in with the Palestinian flag flying from the top of the parachute with the saying, I stand with Palestine. Knowing with the reports that we've gotten today of 40 dead babies, babies and children decapitated. And, and this is graphic nature that I don't usually get into, but I think we need, we need to really realize what these, what do you even call them here? What do you even call them, someone that, that tries to excuse that or support that? War is ugly, no doubt. But Israel didn't start this. Innocent people, innocent women, innocent children, the elderly, people in their homes were slaughtered by terrorists. You have an area that harbors these terrorists, that they use human shields to protect themselves as cowards. We have to realize that. Unfortunately, there are innocent people who will be collateral damage in a response, especially when you have a populace, the terrorists in Palestine, who use them as human shields, who hide in hospitals, who hide in mosques, who hide in schools, who hide their weapons in these areas. This is not a new thing for us. We know this. But to say that there should not be a response, to say there should be a ceasefire and we should pull back is just asking for this again. This is not a time. They've done this in the past. This is time and time again that it's happened. And it's tragic that it happens, but unfortunately, at this point, a response needs to happen or it's going to continue. They need to eradicate the terrorist organizations out of Palestine. Unfortunately, we're just seeing the beginning of that now. When they start going in and it starts going door to door, when it starts there, for the entities that thrive on this, the terrorist organizations around the Middle East that want this, see this, want to fund it, want to send supporters there. Want to, I mean, just look at our own cities here. I mean, there was an NYU professor. I just put it out on my, on my Twitter feed. There's an NYU professor speaking in Manhattan today in a pro-Palestine rally where they're waving Palestinian flags. They got their face covered. They're spitting on the ground. They're stomping on Israeli flags. And he's telling them to point around, look at the police officers around you. Now, these are NYPD police officers. Look at them around you. They are your enemies, too. They are your enemies. This is an NYU professor. Someone that's paid by not only tax dollars, but benefactors from the higher education of NYU. Harvard, 31 Harvard organizations put out a statement. Stanford, I mean, the, the list goes on accepting, saying that it was warranted, saying that it is acceptable, saying that it's a response, a valid response to murdering and killing children. This, this is the, even if you want to ignore half the history that's there and say that this is stolen land, and there's a lot of history that says, you know, that's far from the fact, but even if that's what you believe. So you mean to tell me if my great-great-grandfather's home was foreclosed on by a bank and somebody's living on that farm now, 
I have the right to go there and murder their children and wives and grandparents? Because that's what they're saying is okay here. You know, the, the land was stolen from my great-grandparents by a bank who foreclosed on it. My family was forcefully removed because they couldn't afford it anymore. You know, so three generations, four generations later, when I have the, the resources, I should just go back and be able to drag the family out and do whatever I want to them. That's not the way it works. And again, if you look at the history of the Palestine region, it's been in flux for as long as the world has been here. So that can be discussed, the fact that terrorists went in murdering over a 1,000 women, children, and innocent people, people at a peace rally at the border, for peace between Palestine and Israel, slaughtered them, hundreds of them. No, I'm sorry. That's not the way this works. And Israel has every right to take this as far as they need to, because in the past, historically, we have told them to back off. And I think at this point, we should mind our business when it comes to that. Give them the resources they need. They're not asking for U.S. boots on the ground. They're not asking for United States manpower. They're asking to understand them defending themselves. It's uh, 322 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 326 here at the station. Um, temperature's gone. Let me see. 60 degrees and sunny out there. I, I got some text message here. A text message, stop amplifying the divisions in our country. The United States stands firmly behind Israel. Let's amplify our commitment and position as a nation to Israel. Stop giving any voice to this minority. Well, currently, right now, you have a United States congresswoman who has the Palestinian flag right adjacent to her office. So are, are we really solid behind our commitment to Israel? And again, the, the NYU professor, I was able to find the audio of him today, this morning, with a crowd, probably a few hundred, on the streets. And, uh, you know, this is what he had to say there. The police that are around us are not our friends. You should not speak to them. They are our enemy. They are an impediment to liberation of Palestine. When I saw that precinct burned, Palestine. Speaking in Manhattan, he was uh, speaking of when they burnt the police precincts during uh, the Black Lives Matter riots, said when he saw those precincts burn, he was closer to Palestine and that we're an impediment to uh, the law enforcement here in America, to the, the freedom of Palestine. So, yes, when, when I say there's issues here in America, if you just look at the rallies that were all over the country— not in support of the Palestinian people, but the attacks as retribution on Israel. Got some other text messages I just want to clear up here. Hello, Rob. I just want to make sure that what you heard to say a bit earlier was correct and didn't misunderstand in any way. Did you say that they're uh, decapitated babies and children? If so, may God—if uh, so, my God, these people are 
animals and they must be wiped out like ISIS. That's exactly what they need to be. And yes, I, I did uh, say that correctly. And I there's a report on that. Try and find that. Uh, the reporter. Give me a second here. I'm trying to find the reporter that uh, posted that live there being reported. And, you know, when we talk about the stolen, and it was a 20-foot box truck from here in our area stolen. That uh, and there's there's stories of great her heroism there as well. You know, I, I saw this. This is a a young woman with the, it's a picture of a young woman with her dog. This is a uh, Inbal Lieberman, 25, security coordinator of Kizbutz near Am. Kizbutz is like the the community near Am. She heard gunfire and opened up the weapon stash, grabbed volunteers one by one from their homes and put them in position. All 25 terrorists were killed on the fence due to her heroism. The Kisbuts suffered no losses. So her community, they heard the gunfire, they heard the terrorists coming, they had a weapon stash, they armed the volunteers for the community, she coordinated it, they fought off killing all 25 terrorists. And this is coming from a local reporter there. There's a we're starting to get more and more stories out there, and we're going to talk about them later as we move through the show. There's actually families of some of the missing Americans. Uh, some of the families of the dead Americans have come forward and uh, stated what has gone on, what what they're talking about. There were families, you know, on social media saying that they've had no contact from the State Department, from anyone, and their, their missing family members are there. You had Jake uh, Jay Sullivan during the, his press conference saying that the State Department has been in contact with all family members, and when he was questioned on that, when it was pushed back, saying, no, we've heard reports from family members saying they have received no information, his answer was, we'll, we'll remedy that really quickly. And mind you, th this, this has taken both our intelligence and Israel's intelligence by surprise. This, if this does not wake us up as Americans, not dealing with this loss firsthand outside of the 14 Americans who've been killed and the 20-plus who are now either missing or hostages, we need to wake up. And I, I think the Border Patrol put out a list today on different nations of concern. That's what they call them, nations of concern where terrorism is frequent of people they've caught crossing into the border here in America this year alone. And I'm going to run those numbers off for you. And these are just the ones we know about. These are the ones that were actually stopped. And again, these are the numbers. If they're not on a, a terror watch list, if they're not on a database here or have a criminal record here in America, they were given a date regardless to go to an asylum hearing three or four years from now. Because there was nothing for them to send them back or hold them on. Even though they're coming from a nation which our government considers a nation of concern. 
And that's coming directly from the Border Patrol. So we'll talk about those uh, places later. It's uh, 3.32. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 3.39 here in the studio, 60 degrees and partly sunny. Trey Yingst, who's done outstanding reporting from inside of Israel and the, the Gaza border, for Fox News, uh, posted this at 10.43 this morning. Imagine the worst things possible that can be done to humans. Hamas did all of that and more to Israeli civilians. Babies beheaded, people burned alive in their homes, women raped and dragged through the streets. Don't look away. And, um, you know, I, I was asked, and it's interesting because, I, you know, I believe when I was listening to Nikki's show coming in, people were saying, well, why aren't you talking about this more? Because she's talking about other things, which I'm going to do as well. And now I'm talking about it too much, the text coming in. So it's funny, you know, the mix of people out there that do this. But, you know, the, the person asked me, well, how am I helping? And I explained by exposing those right here who excuse it, who excuse what's going on there. Say it was deserved. Say they support what's going on there. And, you know, the same people saying that, you know, having your house foreclosed on is not comparable to taking the land of a nation. Well, Palestine was never a nation in the historic Palestine's a region. It's not a nation, never was a nation. So let's, and it was originally land that was from the Jews, if you go back in history, thousands of years. So, and to be honest, quite honest with you, Israel is the only entity in the world to offer Palestine their own country, their own nation. And they turned it down twice. So go back for a little history of Palestine the area of Palestine, because the country of Palestine does not exist. It's a territory. It's a region that's been conquered and uh, reconquered thousands of times over. You know, if you go back to the ancient history, Palestine was a civilization such as the Canaanites, the Philistines, and the Israelites inhabiting the region. It's also tied closely to historic of Jerusalem. Roman rule in 16 BCE. The Roman Empire conquered Palestine, including the regions incorporated into Judea. Then you had the Byzantine and Islamic periods, where you have your first Arabs and Muslims in the area that took over the region. Then you had the Crusades. The Holy Land, including Palestine, became a focal point of the Crusades in the medieval period. Then you had the Ottoman rule. In the 16th century, World War I, Palestine was part of the Ottoman Empire. Local Arab uh, population continued to inhabit the region, and then British were put in charge of the region. The UN Partition Plan in 1947, the United Nations proposed a partition plan that would have divided Palestine into separate Jewish and Arab states with an international administration for Jerusalem. The plan was accepted by Jewish leaders, but rejected by Arab leaders. 1947. Israel's Declaration of Independence in 1948, they declared independence, leading to the war between Israel and neighboring Arab states. This conflict, known as the Arab-Israel War, Israeli War, or the War of Independence, resulted in significant changes to the map of Palestine. The Palestinian territories, after 1948 war, Gaza Strip came under Egyptian control. And the West Bank was annexed by Jordan. 
1967, during the Six-Day War, Israel captured these territories along with East Jerusalem. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict pursued for decades with disputes over territory, borders, refugees, and the status Jerusalem peach negotiations. With everything that's going on now, you have to ask, why has Egypt closed the border to Palestinian refugees that are being told to seek shelter at the border as to not become collateral damage in the places where Hamas hides? Why is Egypt, Egypt not letting these refugees in, at least temporarily, to shield them from the war if they are innocent bystanders? It's not just an Israeli and Palestine problem or an American problem. It's an entire region problem for centuries, for for. for as long as the region existed. But I think at this point, what was done is going to change the demographics of that area for a very long time. If it stays that way or at what point it gets pulled back, but we are on the eve of a ground incursion. Thankfully, it's not American boots on the ground, but it's one of our greatest allies in the region. But right here at home, you have people who are celebrating what happened. All you need to do is look at social media. All you need to do is look at the rallies across our nation. That's not stoking division. That's letting you know. That's letting people around you to be aware of your situational awareness, to know what's going on around you. In the past year, special interest alien apprehensions at our southern border. Afghanistan, six th over 6,000. Egypt, over 3,000. Iran, almost 700. Iraq, 123. Jordan, 185. Lebanon, 164. Muritana, almost 16,000. Pakistan, 1,600. Syria, 538. Turkey, 30,000. Uzbekistan, 13,000. Yemen, 139. These are people who have captured alien apprehensions is what our Border Patrol calls special interest alien apprehensions. People who come from an area known for terrorism. And then you have leaders of academia cheering this on, showing support for the murder, rape, and senseless death of children in Israel. No, I'm sorry. I don't have sympathy for that. It's 345 here at WILK. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Let me get to some callers. They've been waiting for a while. Let me go to uh, David from Bloomsburg on Israel. David. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. First, first of all, thank you for your NYPD blue service. You know what you were doing there, and thank you. I, my name is David McElwee from Columbia County, and I stand with the country and the people of Israel wholeheartedly. And anybody would want to debate it, I'll be at the Columbia County Courthouse with my truck and my Israeli flag tomorrow at 12 noon. These hypocrites, these evil supporters of Hezbollah and Hamas, they, they, they have no idea. These liberals lost one of their own in New York City when he was stabbed coming from a wedding reception last Saturday. How bad does it have to get for these people to wake up and smell the roses or smell the dung on the ground, as it might be, from these actions of these liberal perpetrators? You know, it, it's absolutely outrageous. Well, that, Dave, what, what makes it even more 
uh, uh, egregious here is there, this peace rally rave concert that was right at the border to support a peace process between these two entities, and they came in and slaughtered them all. You know, Israel capitulated the land of Gaza for the Palestinians, and then Hamas became the ruling party two years later. I wonder how that mysteriously happened when the majority of the people in the, in the Gaza Strip weren't supporters of Hamas. People still talk in publications how Hamas came to uh, power there. You know? And the Palestinian people, by far, a lot of them, are vile people. Not even Egypt, Syria, or Iran or Jordan want to give them citizenship for anything. Like, no, you have your area. You stay there. We don't want you in your corrupt, disturbed beliefs in our own country. That's how bad some of these Palestinian leaders are, you know, and the people are suffering for it. And somewhere there's an intelligence report, either in the U.S. or Israel, and I'm saying in the U.S., that doesn't have a diversity disclaimer as a preamble, and it was not made passed up the line, you know, because diversity preambles are the thing now in, in all the government agencies and even the military. You look at to go, there's a, a diversity preamble in all the books and training manuals out there, you know, and we're just as much to blame for this as the failure of some of the people out there. You know, we have satellites and intelligence. These rocket launchers were put on buildings hundreds of them, to fire 10- and 20-round clusters of missiles into Israel. How did that get missed with the spy networks that we have and the intelligence gathering? That's you know, the questions. all square on Joe Biden. That's the questions that you they're going to need to answer. Yeah, and it's not just our intelligence. It was Israeli. And I'd like to see, did we pick something up that wasn't shared with them or vice versa? Um, you know, to try and stave us from being involved with it. But, it's you know, it's a little too late now. David, I appreciate your call, and I appreciate you checking in. All right. Be safe. Thank you. And it's true. And, and you know, I'm getting a bunch of text messages about what's going around in our country. And, and here's a list of the we, – well, we know there's 31 Harvard student organizations claimed Israel is entirely responsible for what's the unfolding violence. And then you have Columbia University students released similar horrible diatribe posted in part below – the weight of responsibility for the war and casualties undeniable lies with the Israeli extremist government and Western government. So not only is Colombia blaming Israel, they're blaming us and Western governments as well. Uh, UC Berkeley. We are we, the undersigned, stand in solidarity with brothers and sisters in Palestine from river to the sea. Glory to the Palestine resistance and glory to our martyrs. Really? UC Berkeley? Glory to your martyrs? Glory to the resistance? People who murdered, beheaded children? Really, UC Berkeley? Uh, Yalis for Palestine stands unwavering support for the Palestinian people right to resist colonial oppression. We hold that Israel's Zionists regime responsible for the unfolding violence. Uh, Northwestern University students... For justice for Palestine, there is uh, so much evil in here. Uh, that, that's how, what they're describing their post. There's so much evil here, I wasn't sure what to even quote. You have the uh, president at Grinnell College released a statement supporting George Washington University students for justice in Palestine. Spares no thought about the murdered and wounded Israels, but says over 600 of our people have ascended to martyrdom, the same language terror groups use. 
Uh, UVA student justice pop, uh, for Palestine supports the Palestinian fighting by whatever means they deem necessary. You know, this is just a listing of a few of the universities, main universities in our country, in our nation. We need to take note that this is allowed. And, you know, yesterday I said that there was a student that was almost kicked out of Stanford for not getting his COVID vaccine because he was a, a danger to the community. But yet we have individuals like this posting public statements when it comes to what's going on there. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's hard to look at this stuff and it's hard to talk about this stuff. And, and, and you know, I was, I was following a lot of, of Ben Shapiro, who was just in Israel last week. He just got back a couple of days ago before this started. And he said, it's, it's horrible to show, but I think the world needs to see it. And I think we do as well. It's uh, 3.55 here at WILK. Time for the Bloomberg Money with it. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is uh, 3.59 here in the station, almost the top of the hour. And when I mention those schools, just know that it's just like our politicians. They don't speak for all of them. Um, you know, they're a select few loudmouths that have the platform that they do because no one tells them they can't do that or shouldn't do these things. The overwhelming majority of those students are probably good and want nothing to do with the nonsense, but go through with blinders on like our kids do in, in academia because they don't want to get in, embedded in the nonsense. I have this conversation with my kids all the time. You know, stay the course. You know, there's, there's times to stand and fight and there's times to just ignore the, the noise. And I'm sure a good majority of the students in those schools do that. So it's, it's the, the schools allowing these individuals, not saying, hey, you know what? No, it's, it's probably a bad idea to support people who are cutting babies' heads off right now. Let's take a step back. It's uh, 4 o'clock here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show and Tuesdays with Tommy after the hour. 